Sapphire Now is a unique event that takes place every summer in Orlando. The event brings together business and IT executives from around the world to learn more about SAP and its product. Welcome to this episode of the Capgemini Predictions Podcast. I'm Frank Rommers and this year we are gathering our top experts to imagine and realize a better future for your business through SAP. On this podcast, we will weigh in on our predictions for the event, potential implications for each part of your business, and see you know, what can come out, what, are, what is the business value that SAP is going to bring this year. Sapphire Now is a unique event that takes place every summer in Orlando. The event brings together business and IT executives from around the world to learn more about SAP and its product, as well as hear more about the company's roadmaps, including getting the most of the SAP landscape. And it's those roadmaps that we're going to make some predictions for, or perhaps are going to uh, raise some hopes for. And the good thing is, after the sapphire, we will come back and then let's have validate whether our predictions were right, yes or no. So like I said, my name is Frank Rommers and I'm the CTO of Application Services for Capgemini Europe. And I'm excited to get some of our top SAP minds around the horn to chat about what is ahead. And today I'm joined by four amazing experts. Uh, first of all, Dave Harrelson, my friend from the US, from Lions Consulting Group, who is part of the Capgemini family, and he will particularly focus around the topic of SAP Hybris. But Dave, if you want to weigh in on some of the other topics, you know you're more than welcome. I'd be uh, happy then, to do that. Okay, great. Then we've got Alex Bulat, who will discuss the event through the S4 HANA lens. So, did you already put your glasses on, Alex? Definitely. Definitely. Okay, the S4 HANA glasses from Alex will give us our perspective. Then we've got Philippe Demanto, who will weigh in our, on our latest work on the fast digital for discrete industries. So, I think you will have some fast observation, Philippe. Obviously, Frank, yes. I'm the manufacturer, yeah. Uh, cool, looking forward to hear that. And Sunil Afat in our Digital Innovation Insight with the sub Leonardo Flavor. We're going to have a renaissance, we're going to have Leonardo, and Sunil, you're going to give your perspective on it. Are you ready? Yes, sure. Super. Well, each expert will share their insights on what their predictions might mean for the business, both uh, uh, for the clients and, uh, and, and, and on what SAP is going to bring. And so, without further ado, let's get started. So, guys, what are you looking most uh, for about Sapphire now? What, what, what is the thing that thrills you most? Uh, Dave, could you, uh, could you weigh in on this question? Sure. Well, I always love getting together with clients and talking to them about uh, the, the business opportunities that are coming up. And there's a lot in particular in the SAP Hybris arena. Uh, Frank, a couple of headlines I think that we'll all see coming up is that they're going to be unveiling and announcing two acquisitions that they made. Uh, maybe some on the podcast are familiar with them. One is a recent acquisition of Gigia, and the other is an acquisition of a company called Calidus Cloud. And they're going to add those to the Hybris portfolio. So if those who are familiar with Hybris already, you've got the commerce piece, You've got a hybrid billing component. You, you've got the marketing component. And then you had their sort of sales and service piece. Now adding those two pieces uh, to their portfolio, what Hybris has essentially done, and frankly SAP has done, is now given their clients an opportunity to bring the back end part of what SAP has to offer, which is this deep data, the ERP and the HANA piece, together now with a, v a very customer-centric front end by putting the customer in charge, by putting the CRM piece 
pieces together and the commerce pieces and then integrating those two together. It's a, it's a huge uh, and very powerful platform now uh, that can help clients in the marketplace. And I think we're in a unique position to help uh, help deliver on that. So, Philip, uh, you know, what, what are you expecting from Sapphire now and particularly also around the, the fast discrete for uh, or fast for discrete manufacturing? Um, so, Frank, uh, first of all, I think the uh, the introduction is uh, of, of of Dave is perfect because uh, uh, SAP uh, is putting the what they call the customer centricity centricity at the center, and and all the the the, the tactics and the, and the strategy with the, with Ibris is there, but it's also to uh, support the messaging that we I think we will see at Supplier from SAP, which is about the intelligent enterprise. And the intelligence enterprise is really to make the link uh, with this customer centricity and the link with the operations. So uh, linking the demand chain to the supply chain and, and all these topics with uh, all the solutions that SAP has around the ERP and uh, S4HANA and S4HANA Cloud that, uh, that uh, Alex will touch point uh, probably a little bit later. Uh, so that's basically the the, the message that uh, I'm expecting to see at Sapphire, uh, as well as a strong focus on the integration and the innovation process uh, for with Leonardo, and and probably will uh, Sunil will touch point on that. But all these concepts of this intelligent enterprise, I think, will uh, will take the stage, not only on the first keynote uh, by Bill McDermott, but also on the second one by Hassel Platner on Wednesday. And, and, and that's basically what I'm expecting from, from Sapphire to know more about that, uh, as well as all the, the data management process, which will be, I think, will, will have a centerpiece of the, uh, of the announcements. Oh, uh, cool. So a lot to expect. But, but, but in, in the things that you said, because you made some, some brilliant bridges uh, towards HANA and Leonardo, etc., is, is this going to be the Sapphire where the strategy from SAP, where they said we put Hana underneath, you know, Hybris on top, uh, uh, Leonardo as 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 the engine, which for me was almost like you know they had almost separate strategies, but with a very good marketing story. Is it now going to be reality? Is that also what we're going to see from client sessions? Is is, is really going? Are we going to hear client stories or are we going to hear marketing stories? What's your perspective? No, I think more and more we'll see, uh, we'll see client stories and, and, uh, some of them from, uh, Captain and clients too. So that's, that, that will be interesting. Um, basically on the way to use the, the, the ERP as the way to orchestrate, uh, the data management flow and the enterprise data, which is at the center of the, uh, of the expectations from, uh, from, from SAP, but also to, uh, to go into the, the, the IoT world, to go into the, uh, uh the machine learning world. So I guess we'll see a couple of announcements and also uh, client stories. Uh, very, very interesting on that. I was pleased to see, uh, uh, Frankie, if I can mention something, that uh, uh, recently Gartner has positioned uh, SAP as one of the visionaries uh, of the industrial IoT platform. And and that's, that's a strong sign because uh, we see SAP moving very fast in that direction. And, and, and the customer will see some both announcements and, and customer stories at Sapphire. Hey, who would have thought that, uh, that SAP is going to be the visionary? Well, I think they were <laughs> with HANA already, but now also with IoT, can you imagine? But Alex, you know, last year, they already said, like, you know, HANA is done. Like, you know, we're now going to expand in the new, everybody understands, etc. Et Why are you going to Sapphire? HANA is done. You know, what is the new thing you expect to hear? 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we, we had this discussion last year, I think, and um, uh, as we've seen, a lot of other competitors did the same. They made a strategy shift, right, towards, let's say, uh, uh, auto, artificial intelligence first, uh, right? So we, we will see that coming back, and we will see how this played out into all the products, right? So uh, just as for HANA, I, I don't expect that they will, there will be great announcements around the the different line of businesses, probably something around um, uh, the finance line of business will be, a, let's say, intelligent process automation. I expect something that they will bring in um, uh, tools like UiPath, which 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 uh, we use for robotic process automation, right, and then have a clear vision on these topics. But I think the most um, uh, things that they will focus on is how to how to make this intelligent enterprise, as Philippe has said, right? They they are rebranding their company towards that intelligent enterprise um, uh, to also become more, you know, uh, more in line with the digital transformations that the customers are making. Um, if you look at like clear examples, um, uh, the the uh, they bought Recast, Recast.ai, and that's more on the conversational uh, AIs. Uh, which they will integrate both in the intelligent enterprise, so you can talk to it, like we saw with Goop, uh, Duplex um, uh, from Google or uh, Cortana from from Microsoft, right? So you will be able to interact with the system uh, only by voice. But the same thing will happen for for consumers, right? So they will probably do something around the the CRM parts uh, on 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 uh, um, consumer facing. Uh, uh, bots, right? Those kinds of topics. And I, I just heard today that uh, I'm actually, I was actually at SAP in, in London and um, the floor space division, right? So at the Sephar, just to, to, to make clear what was last year, not a huge uh, a portion was SAP Leonardo or innovation. This year, it will the floor space will be 40% taken by these uh, SAP Leonardo and innovation uh, topics, right? during okay. the sapphire yeah, but i can imagine that because of course you know being very cynical just for the conversation's sake uh, uh that's of course because they need to sell licenses on it uh one of the things therefore you know and i challenge you because i, I will go very quickly to sunil now on the on the leonardo part but but just to finish off like last year we had the conversation because they basically said like you know we we, we are basically done with the foundation of s for hana do people still go to client sessions to hear about the HANA stories because selling the licenses is something else than having it being implemented? Still, a lot of companies will go for the stories about how to implement HANA. No, I think um, uh, most of the things that we see in discussions also uh, is that uh, a lot of customers understand that the switch from uh, from R three to S four uh, needs to happen, right? But what we see is that the business side of the company comes to uh, the, the realization, what are the benefits, right? What are our benefits going to be when we are on S4? And that's where all the other topics come in, right? It's not just going to be faster, right? Which we sold when we were selling HANA a few years back. It's like you will be, uh, uh, you will get faster reporting, faster interaction, you know, those kinds of things. That's done. That that sales pitch is done, right? So but I think the sales nice. pitch... Yeah, exactly. Okay, but, but with that, I'm going to challenge Sunil a little bit because Sunil, there's a lot on your plate because everybody's putting now all, all, all the importance from SAP on the innovation part. Um, but, but if you look at the, at the Leonardo piece, how, how much of it ha is it becoming a reality? Because last year, to be quite honest, I love the story. 
Uh, I, I truly believe in it, but I still think at that moment in time they 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 were still stitching the the software pieces together to really be, make it become a platform. Where are we now, and what do you think the big announcements or implications for the SAP Leonardo forty percent of the of the floor is going to be? Yeah, I think what Dr. Philip, uh, I think yeah, you, and you, you and everybody else talking about Leonardo, I think that is definitely making sense. Because as everybody spoke about that, uh, the classically the enterprise side of it, or ECC, S4, or R3 side, SAP invested a lot, and for last few years, I think they, I think they have stopped investing into it, and uh, they kept on acquiring products like uh, Aribas and Hybris and Fleetlast. Uh, so by which I will say the basic enterprise side is taken care of. And now SAP need to invest outside of it. And so there are all the business areas are covered. So now SAP is focusing in the new areas where it's going to compete with the Googles and Amazons of the world. And, and that's, that's why they're calling you one of those in, uh, innovation platform. That is that all R&D budgets are actually spent on this platform. So this platform is actually providing uh, two or three distinct things. One is the, what we call technical foundation, which is actually helping uh, build the components, enterprises connect to the uh, operation side of it, and giving the tools for external agencies to connect to SAP. That is the world which is becoming very strong. Second part of it is they are building a lot of ready applications by which people can get a test of it. The way they did brought in Fury to give the flavor of UIFIU. Similarly, a lot of connected apps are there and by which people can feel and they can, uh, there are user addressing use cases. And on the third side, there are the specific technical areas. And Leonardo started with IoT. And it was, uh, Leonardo and IoT were kind of synonyms, but maybe for a period of last 12 to 18 months, other things are evolved. So I can say these components are, every component is independent. And so there is no question that whether the Leonardo is ready, but I can say we should need to analyze by component by component. And if you see the uh, UX part of it is really working well, integration part has matured. IoT part is definitely matured, but the components like blockchain are are still evolving. Machine learning uh, has definitely done a very good progress this year, and we will see a lot of things in that area. Okay. But especially, but especially, I will just say IoT. IoT have was was the 2.0, which was there last year, was not really good, but 4.0, which have released this year, and what all the changes they have done, I think it has come to the really good way. So the data, uh, the device management side and the connecting to enterprise, both pieces are done really well. Yeah. So to that point, yeah, because that's always the discussion, of course, with these kind of technologies. Yeah, do you need to go to perhaps the, the market leaders that were first, like, you know, the perhaps more the Googles and the Amazons? Or is the, is the, is the business content and the business processes, which probably are going to be already predefined by SAP, or probably you will get as a package, like like Fury was at first a platform and then later on it became, okay, well, if you're using this, then you can already have the startup. Is, is that going to be the differentiator for SAP, that they really are sitting on this big, rich, rich process knowledge? Yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned about the connected apps, so the connected uh, the connected products, connected assets, connected fleet, connected infrastructure, connected markets, and the connected people. These are the obviously six domains, and and each of these domains, by connecting to the product per se, there are different different applications. When you connect to people, there are different applications. So a lot of uh, applications SAP has developed, and obviously those will be kind of ready to use apps. 
for catering to different uh, the, the business areas and those can be expanded and, and uh, SAP is also providing tools by which you can combine these apps and you can come out with a new uh, solutions uh, to address specific needs. Okay, so that's also something that we probably could see on the floor is that they will have a lot of these apps and, and applications already built on top of the Leonardo platform. That's right. Cool. Well, one of the yeah, things, if, of course, if I if I can may yeah. may weigh yeah, in just course, a Alex. bit, Frank, on this, yeah, you know, um, um, I think your question is very valid. If you if you compare head to head, right, from the from the leaders in the market, if you go to best of breed solutions, uh, the SAP products will probably on the feature side lose out, right? So that's a val very valid point, right? Some of the products are, are are better, but most of them are not yet there, but the process side of, of SAP and the way they are approaching this part is to actually uh, make a full stream, let's say, business value and platform type uh, uh, approach towards a customer, right? And and that's where the other partners are not doing it, right? They are just focusing on delivering the best feature uh, type of technology. So I think that's the biggest shift that SAP has made, saying, yeah, okay, we will not go head to head with these uh, uh, these uh, pure players, because we are losing that battle, or we will lose that battle. Yeah, we differentiate on the content part, which, which exactly. I think uh, is a very strong point. Well, uh, talking about content, uh, we, we the, the Capgemini Digital uh, Transformation Institute, which does a lot of research, recently released a, pro, uh, a, a report on conversational commerce, and and. I saw a presentation and read the document, and I was stunned about the uptake of uh, of voice assistants. Uh, you know, if you saw the adoption of the telephone and now the adoption of uh, of the and the market penetration of the Alexas of this world, etc., it's like mind blowing. Uh, both to Sunil and Dave, what can we already see? Is SAP going to do something where AI and conversational commerce and voice assistants? Is going to be implemented, perhaps both from a B two B and a B two C perspective. What's your take on that? Okay, so Sonia, maybe I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Sure. So I think SAP did kind of let's say uh, tried a lot in terms of coming out with their own tools like SAP Commander and such things. But there are very mature technologies coming from Google and others. So SAP uh, is uh, giving way to those technologies within their platform and by which even maybe if with uh, Amazon Alexa or with uh, Google Assistant, we can uh, definitely integrate an application. For example, we are connected with our digital marketing solution with Alexa and by which we can do the very good uh, connection. And Leonardo is providing those sort of uh, bridges. And by which, as I said, in B2B as well as B2C area, in both areas, a lot of application can be very easily built. So. I'm expecting a lot of such solutions which can which will be coming in this uh, affair. The, the 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 piece on the conversational commerce is exactly what you said. It's huge. It's gigantic. It's in the multi-billion dollars as we see it in certain industry sectors where we're seeing ourselves take a position and to work with uh, the folks from SAP is around creating assets for ourselves and layer them layering them on top of the Heimer's Commerce Suite. So, for example, we, in fact, here have targeted uh, the quick service restaurant industry. Uh, we've targeted the retail sectors, the hospitality sectors, and then we can see ourselves easily moving towards other parts of the B2B with an accelerator that sits on top of the Hybris Commerce Suite so that we can deliver the conversational commerce. And we've already had that had conversations with multiple quick service restaurant uh, clients 
in the marketplace here in North America because there's a huge interest. We've we've already moved past the handheld application already to the voice activated capabilities, the the geolocation capabilities of ordering and and knowing what restaurant to go to, having it ready for us. And so I think it's it's a combination of both their tools, but also our capabilities to help our clients transform themselves, uh, retool their operations, bring these kinds of tools and assets together. Because there's no denying it, Frank, you're right. This is where the shift is, and we need to be ahead of it. Yeah. The only thing is, with, with also transforming the companies, I think they also are transforming into very lazy customers. So that's that's the only thing, and consumers. So that's the only thing that I'm a little bit worried about. You and me both, brother. You and yeah, me both. Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I, I would like to come a little bit to an end. Uh, 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 some final questions uh, to you, Philippe. You know, what's the potential for SAP on, on, on helping manufacturers realizing the potential of the digital industrial revolution? Uh, do manufacturers already, are they already there or is SAP and helping uh, implementing the platforms from SAP? Is there, is there, is there a big potential still out there? What's your take on that? So uh, <clears throat> it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity for uh, both uh, SAP, the partners, uh, Capitana especially, and, and, and the clients because of the, we all know the, the strong install base that uh, SAP has in the, in the operation sites mainly. Um, and I think where I see the most uh, benefit from the strategy of SAP and, and, and the recent developments, uh, is how to combine, you know, all the aspects, uh, of the, of the enterprise and the intelligent enterprise. And, uh, you, you know, we have, uh, we have a few, uh, use cases which are very, uh, uh, very significant, uh, in this market. How to combine the priority maintenance, but not only for the priority maintenance for the asset management, but also the impact on the supply chain. And how do you manage your supply chain, uh, with all the connected products that, uh, component that, uh, that Sunin was mentioning as part of Leonardo to optimize your, your, your supply chain and the manufacturing related to that. So I think all this, uh, you know, context of integration within the enterprise, uh, with the strong backbone of, uh, of, uh, fr and framework of SAP, uh, is where the manufacturers are taking the most benefits. And, uh, Davis was insisting on the, on the, on the, the, the hybrid part and the, 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 the commerce part, which is indeed very important because for a manufacturer, more and more, they need to know not only their customers, but also the customers are their customers, okay, to know what, what kind of usage, uh, their, their customers are doing with their products. And so all this integration and end-to-end -end scenarios is basically where we, you know, we focus the most, uh, for the manufacturers in our strategy as part of the fast for program and where SAP is, is, is also focusing. So yes, a lot of potential for sure. Yeah, I can imagine that eh? because I think, uh, you know, the expectation that a consumer has in a B2C relationship now is also shifting to the B2B part. So that definitely, you know, how you deal with your exactly. clients, et cetera. And to your point, like, you know, if we start measuring the data through means of IoT in the digi in the supply chain, like everywhere, then indeed, you know, with the, with the AI and the analytics that we can do, uh, leveraging the Leonardo platform, that, that there is so much to gain and uh, really interesting. A, a, a final question, perhaps to Alex, but please on the others also to weigh in. Uh, it's it's a little bit about SAP Health and medical work, what they're going to do. I was intrigued because I think last week in the UK, the NHS uh, announced that they are going to leverage AI really to fight uh, cancer, which actually was one of the first use cases for HANA, where they demonstrate, you know, how could SAP HANA help in 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 detecting uh, uh, diseases. So so, do you know what SAP is doing in this area? Is is 
Is Esfarhana still something, perhaps, together in combination with Leonardo, that's going to make us a more healthy, uh, healthy society? Yeah, I think um, it's not directly, you know, uh, directly related to Esfarhana as as like the enterprise uh, system. Uh, but uh, what I actually know is that, um, of course, Hana is a database that is very powerful because of the of the in-memory technology that is underneath it, right? But to actually be able to do the predictions and the AI, uh, what SAP um, will be announcing, and this is maybe a partially an, an, an inside uh, scoop, is that, of course, they are focusing on all type of open source integrations with different uh, different vendors, right? Uh, we had this discussion just just now. Um, how how they how will they open their platforms right and and one of the big thing is that they will uh, they will enable let's say uh, connections to uh, Google's deep learning uh, capabilities right so and that's where they uh, uh, what that's where this health uh, thing comes in right um, so they they're slightly moving into different industries where they aren't really really strong because they now have a new platform uh, to do that right. It says something else with the platform as well. Uh, so you, if, if your platform is strong enough, then you can uh, diversify your business else not. And it's a good thing because we, you know, Dave and I already concluded that we're going to be very lazy consumers. So we need to do something with our health as well. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, with that, you know, I, I hope you get some insight into some of the things that we can expect. We had some scoops actually, I think. So that's really good. So thank you to all my experts for taking the time to speak with me. Uh, if you are joining the event and go to Sapphire now, then make sure that you meet them at the booth 622. It's 622 to discuss how Capgemini can get you ahead and stay ahead leveraging SAP technology. You can also attend one or all of our nine speaking sessions and gain insight into how we are working with our customers and get tactical and experience our demos. Uh, of course, you can also reach our experts through social media. Uh, Alex, where can people follow you? On Twitter at Alex Bulat and on LinkedIn Alex Bulat. Super, Dave. Where can people follow you? LinkedIn is where I spend a lot of time. Okay, and it's Dave Harrelson, so nobody can miss you. Philippe, some areas where people could follow you? Yeah, LinkedIn Philippe Damaro, and also on the Twitter at ph Damaro. Okay, and Sunil, where can people follow you? Yeah, they can follow me on LinkedIn. Super. Again, my name is Frank Wammers. It was a delight to have you uh, on this uh, podcast. You can reach me on Twitter at fwammers or on LinkedIn also at fwammers. We are all very much looking forward to meeting you on the show floor of Sapphire Now. Or if you're listening from home, chatting with you via social media about how we could help. And uh, hopefully you will also listen to our next podcast where we will look in what came through from our predictions. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day.